Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I'm joined by the energy drink king, Vinny Pacifico. How are you today? Thank you very much for having me. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm fantastic. You are actually my first recorded interview in the year of 2024. Nice. So I am super excited to be chatting with you today. I don't get to talk to a lot of the male wrestlers. So this is a, an exciting uh, chat I have planned for today. And it is a Hell new yeah. year with new opportunities. But before we discuss some of the present day stuff, I wanted to reel it back a little bit to a couple mm -hmm. weeks ago when you spent your holidays in Japan for the Independent Junior Heavyweight Festival. This trip also marked your official debut in Japan. So mm -hmm. tell us about some of your takeaways from this experience from a wrestling standpoint. Wrestling standpoint, I really enjoyed my time in Japan. Um, everyone there is very, very welcoming, very nice. And everyone wants to work together to make the show as amazing as possible. Um, I noticed that in Japan, it's very traditional to um, really just, everyone just super calm, relaxed. I know sometimes in, on the Indies in America, it's a lot different. But in Japan, yeah. everyone's calm, relaxed, very helping, very um, giving out snacks. You know what I mean? It was very, 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 very cool. Um, got to work with talk, speak to Takamichi Noku a lot. He was very cool. A lot of people out there were just so um, uh, just so welcoming and like I said, eager to teach, eager to help, and the crowd was phenomenal. Um, and other than that, I had the best time in Japan. I'm looking forward to going back. Well, we look forward to that. Hopefully, we get you back over there soon. And I know you said that you learned a lot while you were over there. So yeah. can you tell us some of the things that you learned about yourself or about wrestling through your time in Japan? Wow, that's a very good question. Um, I learned that I am very adaptable. You know, I could adapt to certain things that you would not see coming in wrestling. And uh, I'm very fortunate to be trained that by uh, Cheeseburger and Delirious, John Gresham. Throughout the years, they really railed that into me, like le like learn how to do things on the fly, learn how to um, work with anything, you know, work work when you don't even know what's going. Like, you know what I mean? Just to be completely in work mode at all times, and know and know how to uh, adapt. So I was able to adapt to certain things that I was very fortunate to, and um, yeah, and I learned I'm very good at uh, traveling because like I, it was very weird to get around at first, but uh, I, I got I got it pretty quick. The food was phenomenal. I guess I, I posted about it constantly. The food in yeah. Japan is just, they do food right. They okay. they have these gummies, these gummies, probably oh. the best I've ever had in my life. They do they do candy and they do food better than America, I, I, I gotta say. I was going to ask you because I was looking through you. Luckily, thank you for making a kind of a highlight reel on your Instagram so people can go back mm -hmm. and see that. I mean, there was a lot of not only food, but a lot of like pop culture and, and yeah. anime stuff there that I thought was really, really cool. So I wanted to talk about some of those aspects. You obviously had some time to explore the scenes out there. So tell us about mm -hmm. some of the culture and the food in Japan that really stood out to you besides obviously the great snacks. <laughs> it was so cool. So like, I'll tell you what, in Japan, it's custom to slurp your ramen and your food right mm -hmm. giving uh showing appreciation to the chef so i was sitting eating you know and people are slurping around me i'm like in in new york this is never gonna happen you know what i mean yeah so i i, I uh was talking a cheeseburger i'm like hey like and i googled it making sure like you know and that's how i'm doing it like just to show appreciation but it was pretty funny but just very um relaxed and calm like if you if you ever go to new york or new jersey everyone's very amped up and yes going he in uh japan everyone's cool calm collected 
help willing to help you get around as well. Like, oh, you know, you need help go with this. You know what I mean? It was very, very cool. Um, the food, like I said, ramen. I didn't have sushi, and I am so upset. But next time, definitely. But I had some really good steak. Steak was steak was bar none. Um, we went to um Mr. Danger's restaurant. He's a, a Japanese deathmatch legend, and he gave me some welcome gifts. Um, he gave me these cards as a welcome gift to Japan. Yeah, I heard you really talking cool. about them. It was really, it was really, really cool. It was really nice. It was oops, sorry. It was really fun. Really, really cool. Really sweet guy. Um, oh, so like as you know, I'm sponsored with G Fuel as a part of my yes. wrestling character. I got, I, I, I do this character with energy drinks, and I got signed by Bang Energy, and so Bang went out. They had a lawsuit, so they, I, I had to drop the sponsorship. Two days later, G Fuel signed me. And G Fuel is very anime-driven, superhero-driven, gaming-driven. And I'm not I'm a gamer here and there, but Japan is very big with anime. So I tried to, like, look at it and see, like, try to learn a little bit about it because, again, G Fuel gave me an opportunity to bring my character into their sponsorship and all that stuff. So intertwined wrestling and energy drinks. So it's like... I want to give back at least have some knowledge on gaming and you know um, anime. So I did as much as I can. I was not very knowledgeable. It's very hard to understand uh, the anime. I mean, it's very very cool. They have Naruto flavors and stuff like that. But it just it was very interesting to see and very cool to see the different like stuff. Godzilla, I'm a big fan of, but anime wise, it was kind of hard to like understand certain things. But I really did. Uh, and I, I enjoyed it. I, I want to know more about it and learn more about it. I I noticed you obviously had some G Fuel in Japan. How how uh how in depth did you get into the G Fuel in Japan? Did you try multiple of them? So I'll tell you what happens. Um, as you know, my wrestling character is energy drinking. So yes. I, but legally, I'm not allowed to use any other energy drink anywhere because ah. that's that's the part of my deal. You know, we're, yeah. we're sponsoring you. Your yeah. your gimmick is energy drinks, but since you're with us, you can't promote any other energy drink. Yeah, and that's fine. That's a part of the deal. It's fine. I, I love it, and it's a great brand. But so I had my G Fuel manager send out a uh, a crate of G Fuel to uh, Japan for me, so that when I got there, I would have it for my match, for the entrance, for the yeah. promo, stuff like that. And um, so we did, and um, and also for the locker room, and it, like I I wanted to keep like six to myself, but then. The rest, the 30 other ones, go to the wrestlers, the whatever. Um, turns out I was smart. I I, I, put, I packed my five in my carry-on of G Fuel. I said, God forbid, you never know. What happens if my what happens if my shipment didn't come? It said it, it said it came, but like it didn't come. Say it didn't come, whatever. So I brought five G Fuels with me in the on the plane, on my in my carry-on, and I got there, and it turns out they left the G Fuel somewhere that they didn't have it. So, all right, thank God I at least have five for my character stuff, you know, yeah. for the match, for, like, promos, for pictures, for everything, you know, my entrance. So thank God that I brought it with me because that would have been pretty bad if I didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I could still, I could still wrestle. I could still do my thing without energy drinks, but, like, it's a part of my character. So That's I, your I, essence, Vinny. Yeah. 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 So thank God. I'm smart. Smart there for oh, once. I'm curious if they had different, I don't even know, like, did they have actually G Fuel, like, in maybe that's a dumb question, but did they have G Fuel, like, in Japan? I didn't see any. They okay. Had a lot of mo- they had a lot of Monster and Celsius, I noticed. Celsius. I'm I'm so sorry. Don't, don't. You like Celsius? Um, yeah, I love no, Celsius. No, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> Celsius is definitely, it's a good, it's a good drink. It's, it's yeah. fun to drink. 
Yeah. Well, luckily you did. You came prepared, you know, and luckily yeah. none of them. I'm curious, do you have to pack them a certain way so they don't like accidentally burst open? Because I would be so anxious. Oh, my god. Maybe gosh. have them in a bag. I don't know. How I had do a belt you pack with me too. them? Yeah. So I, I I was worried. I had a belt with me and the belt is sharp. So who knows if it would have cracked it. Thank God didn't happen. But I, I didn't really. I packed everything first and then the G fuels I fit in the cracks. You know what I mean? In the holes okay. where I could um but yeah no it's uh it was so cool i'm telling you like I, that that trip was just it went it couldn't have gone better you know and uh it was just such a, again the people just the fans they love the energy drink stuff too like a lot, in when it matches with new fans and stuff i like to introduce yeah. the drink by like in the comeback drink it you know or in, drink it in the beginning and do some cool stuff they loved it they were like really getting behind that character work and uh yeah so it was a very, it was a very cool, very cool opportunity for myself, and I was very blessed to be there. Well, you know, there, there is a man who I think you mentioned earlier who is no stranger to wrestling in Japan, and you were actually once slated to wrestle him, but then he ended up getting pulled from the event. We're talking about Jonathan Gresham, who you oh gosh, were initially yes. set to face at Vacation Land in late 2021. You cited Gresham mm -hmm. as one of your biggest inspirations of your career. So can you talk about how he specifically inspires you and some of the influence he's had on you? So he helped train me at Ring of Honor, and we had some yeah. really deep talks. Um, like we had some like life talks where we'd sit down at a chair, just talk about life and like relationship advice and just like life advice, and just a guy who was just such a cool, cool dude. He was so open to giving me advice and so open just to sit down and just talk. Like usually when you get, when you talk to someone um, training you and stuff like that, you want to like not bother them. You want yeah. at first. He sat me down and we just talked for like two hours about stories and like relationship advice and life advice and wrestling advice as well. And just a bunch of really cool stuff. And he's a sweetheart and somebody who I talk to all the time. And to learn from him in wrestling as well has been such an honor because bar none, I would say top five in-ring talents in the world. I, I'm curious from a, a wrestling standpoint, working so closely with him, what what aspects of, I don't know, his his character, his in-ring stuff, have you kind of absorbed and maybe try to uh, translate into your own work? So I have learned a lot of technical stuff from him. Yeah. Um, I don't use it all the time. I use it in matches that, like, the guys I wrestle are very, very technical. So, like, I, I like to save them for certain matches because as wrestlers, you want to save certain things for certain matches. But I've learned a lot of in-ring technical stuff from him. But also, if you notice, he has this really smooth way of working, as well as someone I mentioned to somebody I, I had this talk the other day about, about smoothness, John Morrison. If you watch John Morrison, he's just so smooth, and the way he moves is just like no other. So I would like to say John Morrison and um, John Gresham are two guys who just move a certain way that if you watch them, you're like, this is just cinema, as they, as, as they say. But no, this is just amazing. It's just like, I watched John Morrison and Vikingo a few weeks ago at uh, Pandemonium Pro. I was in LA and I watched that match from backstage and I was like, this match is just so good. The way they're moving, the way they're dodging each other's uh, moves and just like strikes and stuff was just bar none. Phenomenal match. If you haven't seen it, look out for it because it's really, really good. And yeah, so John Gresham is somebody also very intense. I, I, yeah. am, I am known to be a very intense talent in the ring and I get my intensity from him mostly. He, him and I had some really good like training sessions where he went that of me. Now, do you have a promo coming out with John this week, John Morrison? I do, we... and I okay. am very excited for. That one was just, so I have like, I do these promos, right? Yes. And 
like their vignettes with other talents. They're pretty much their backstage segments, I like whatever you call them, right? And it gets over the character, gets over both of us, and like intertwines characters. And I did a few uh, a few weeks ago, and then John Morrison was like, "Oh, you have like that that, that belt's pretty sick. I have like a, a drink belt, right? Like the like like um yeah. what's his name, Duffman, yeah, um from Simpsons." So he's like, that's really cool. Like, I, I, he's like, do you do content with that? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then I was like, do you want to like, he's like, yeah, let's do it. So he was the coolest guy like to do that with. He was so much fun too. Like he was uh, so like bouncing ideas off him was so much fun. You know what I mean? And he has he's acting done this experience in, in, in Hollywood and all that stuff. So he lives in LA. So yeah. Yes. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I think it's hilarious. I'm posting it probably tomorrow. And it's just, I'm getting it edited because there's a few things that I want to like add in there because it's really fun. But he was such a pro. Such a pro outside the ring. And a really genuine, good good person to talk to. He was smiling. He was happy. He was very, very, very yeah. cool guy. Yeah, I've met him before. He's one of my, I would say, top 10 all-time favorite wrestlers. Yeah. So he he's a he's a cool dude from the one interaction that I've had with him. He's, he's a, he seems like a chill dude. And like you said, he has that background in L.A. Mm-hmm. He's done films and uh, like improv and all that stuff. So we look forward to, this is going to be coming out next week. So it'll already be out at the point that this interview gets released. So if you're listening to this, go check out the promo that Vinny shot with John. We look yes. forward to seeing that, you know, besides, uh, besides Jonathan and, and John Morrison, who are some other performers that you look up to within the realm of wrestling? So Brian Dalson, somebody that I've mentioned yeah. many times, I, I, I can't say enough. Like he is, like I said, when I was 13 or 14, I went to a meet and greet. He was just like, chase your dream, do it, you know? And that was it. You know, that was it. I was like, okay, now I know. Cause I, I just, I fell in love with him once like, once I watched him and Randy Orton wrestle in Buckley Center in like 2012 or 13, I remember it was a live show and he gave me a high five. And I was in the audience. I was very young, but I was just, I remember clear as day where it was just like, damn, that guy is cool. I love this guy, yeah. you know? And, and as a person, you see an interview, you see how he is. I met him a few times at AEW. Yeah. He's a very, very cool guy. Um, and someone who's down to earth and someone who wants to help others and make wrestling better. That's something that I love so much is people who are good people and they want to make wrestling better. Cause as you know, I'm sure people are, could be assholes. Yeah. So you, I, I love surrounding myself around people who are good people and people who want to make wrestling better and, and be a positive light. That's all I want to be. I want to be a positive light for wrestling and just make people feel good when they're around me and, you know, enjoy their time around me because that's what it's about. From from what I've seen, you know, we have not met in in person before this, mm-hmm. but I have people who we kind of have some mutual connections, and I've only heard good things about you, you. And you obviously awesome. seem like you're a very charismatic individual. Obviously, with your character, but it's not really a character. I feel like it's it's a part of who Vinny is, you know, in real life. So it really you can is. See that that translated, and it's crazy. If I've got this correct, 2024 is actually your 10 year anniversary since your debut. Yeah, like, it, like I started training around this time, but then I had like a okay. match. Yes, but yes, um, I would say maybe eight, nine, maybe closer to ten, but like in that realm, I, in that area. Yeah, but I mean that that's such a, a milestone, you know, mm-hmm. for you. You've been here for almost a decade now. How do mm-hmm. you think that you've grown as a person and as a competitor throughout? Oh my all god, these years. Ah, oh, great question again. Yeah, so I would tell you my best. I don't know. It, it, I was thinking about this today earlier. I'm like, damn, my story is crazy. Like 2021, 2022 was always like uphill, meeting people, getting yeah. better, growing this character. You know, so like 
I would say EC3 is somebody who drilled my character out of me. Because for a long time, I would not show my, I would not show personality as much, as much as I had. He would always say, you have the it factor, but I can't put a finger on it yet. I, I, but, you, but you have it. I was like, oh, thank you very much, you know, whatever. But eventually, he called me one day. Him and JC, they called me. They're like, no, this is what you are. This, this, like, and, like, you, you're energetic. You are super charismatic. This is you. Like you, you have to use this. Like and I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Like, like energy drinks, you drink three of them a day. Bring bring it into your character. Why not? So you know what? I'll try it. Immediately started doing the promos. Started cutting promos, like training with him, like practice promos. I I, I sat in the office with EC three and uh, a few other guys, two hours, three hours cutting promos back and forth, boom, 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 and it was just like getting better and better and better and. The, the promos were so funny, and the character was just coming together so nice. And literally, in those in that week, I was there. This Power Punch character just came about, and and it just so. At first, I started coming out with the drink. You know, I had the whatever whatever shirt I had on, like mm. whatever I had. But like, I'll go to the ring, whatever. And then eventually, I started translating into the promos, to my new look, to the shirt, to the belt, to more promos backstage with talent and myself, and just vignettes and funny stuff. And then out of nowhere, I use it. I use it in the ring first time at DOA. I use the drink and my comeback with Popeye, and three days later, bangs the new contract. So, and then and then that's when things were like, wow, okay, now you're on the map. Bang signed you to a deal. That's that's something special. That that's something that's too. So, from there, like Kurt Angle gave me an interview. Gangrel gave me an interview yeah. on, on their podcasts and Road Dog. So that's when things started going more and more. And then New Japan booked me. And then I did the, the then I did some energy drink stuff on the New Japan show. So even more and more stuff started building and building and building. And then G Fuel signed me because like bang. That, so like just just seeing the uh, the progression of the character and the how I grew as a person as well and becoming more um, aware of these things. It's just I I, I, I ultimate. Um, a limited amount of growth it's been. I am so blessed to be able to be in the spot that I'm in right now with like this character and how it's really unfolded. You know, I was for for years I just did not know, and a lot of young guys like, I probably probably agree with me. They don't know what character they are. They don't know what yeah. route to go. Face this. They don't know what to do. But I'm telling you, like it will click. And for me, it took somebody to help me, but it like, to to make me realize it. But once it clicked, that was it. You know what I'm saying? I could do a promo. 99% of the promos I've done online on the fly. First take. That's it. So that's how this character has really been. You know, I, I one take, that's it. And it's gotten really good feedback. So I'm very, I, I love the character. I, I I believe in it. It's me. And I'm excited to see how it'll grow. You're obviously very comfortable in front of a camera too, as well. Obviously the character, you know, took some time to kind of build and evolve mm. into and become comfortable with that. Have you always been comfortable in front of a camera or where did this on-screen mm. presence develop mm. for you? So, I mean, as a wrestler, you're, you gotta be okay to be in front of the camera, Yeah, you know, in trunks or whatever, you know, you gotta always be ready to like, okay, you know, I'm being seen, but for me to just be this funny and just do things that like that I'm just like I did a promo recently in a in a uh, in an arcade where I'm running through the arcade pushing buttons like a clown and people are looking at me like I have 10 heads in there there were like a few people in there watching this watching me do this but it's, it's for the content you know you got to do it right yeah. but but you got to be able to peel back your skin a little bit and just kind of do things that's that like you feel a little embarrassed doing but it's like like Eugene or a character like 
that's like you don't feel comfortable doing as much or things you don't feel like ready. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta be adaptable, you know? And this character will bring that out of me where it's like, okay, this is different for me, but it's me in a sense, just being me times 10, you know? Like the clown, you know? I, you, gotta, you gotta be able to like be ready to be a clown at any moment, you know? I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not comparing yeah. the two characters, but I'm saying like, you gotta be able to be yourself as a human and then turn yourself into Power Punch or, you know, yourself into Undertaker, Dead Man. You gotta be able, you gotta be able to turn the switch on from as a human being to your character. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that I found it's a switch. You know, you gotta be able to, in a minute, be ready to just be the character. Like I said, Undertaker, great example, Undertaker, yeah. Randy Orton. You ever see Randy Orton's face? He's a, I love Randy Orton. I know you love Randy Orton. Yeah. I love him to death too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Randy Orton. <laughs> But you could see, and you could see him as like a regular person, whatever. And then when he's ready to be like the Viper, you see it in his eyes. You know it. You know it's there. Yeah. Boogeyman. You know all these characters. It's just a, a switch sometimes, and it's just amazing to see. Well, seventeen-year-old Vinny once wanted to play a character as a florist. Oh my um, gosh! Recently shared a clip from a short film that you did when you were seventeen years old, where you wanted to become, or your character wanted to become a florist. So, can you give us some more details about this short film and just more of the backstory to it? Yeah, there's literally there's no backstory whatsoever of this. It was okay. literally like. Literally, like Vinny, I think this is really funny. You could, you should just do this. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, it shows like I could be charismatic. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was just filmed in my mom's house. You know what I mean? It was, it was so no, there was no point or meaning to it. It was just a funny thing to do, and he posted it and he edited it and made it really funny. Everyone thought, at the time when I was like, at the time on Facebook, everyone was raving about it, thinking was laughing at it, all that stuff. But then I got I got a message yesterday on my Facebook. Hey Vinny, uh, I watched Flowers for Peter. He's like, oh, that's 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 a long time ago. You, that's, I, I, in my head, we're we're gonna be showing this at a local bar on on the TV screen, and I'm like, whoa, that's weird, that's funny. And I, I went back and watched it, and I was like, this is just so. I forgot how funny this was. So I I wanted to share that little clip because it's something just stupid, funny, something that is actually kind of hilarious in my opinion. <laughs> I just wanted to share again. So did you kind of maybe you improvised it, or did you actually take some preparation into like? The, I don't into floral culture. And all I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll be honest. It was like all on the fly, pretty much. It was just okay. like what, I, what, 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 what. They would ask me, like he would ask me questions, and I'd be like, you know, uh, like Jay George filmed it. He was, and he's great editing, yeah. filming. He's a he's phenomenal, one of the best. I've he's great, like behind the camera and in the ring, but behind the camera, he's a he's a yeah. genius. Um, but yeah, no, he uh. Oh, what do you think about that? And I was like, I would just do what I, I would just do it. And it, it was just we went to the flower shop. We went to this other flower shop with the Home Depot. We did just it was just a whole day's worth of just like nonsense, but it came out really funny, I think. And I just I, wanted I, to share that. May I don't know. Maybe yeah. that 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 maybe that was an underlying uh aspiration of yours was to be a florist. I don't know. Yes, I, I mean I love flowers. Mm -hmm. I love flowers. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite flower? That's, I didn't say it in the video either. Um. I like uh, peonies or roses. I remember in the video, he asked me. I didn't answer it. You're like, I can't pick. They're all, you know, no, <laughs> they're all special. <laughs> I, I do, I, but yeah, flowers are pretty. I'm curious for you, you know, floral florist aside, what were your career aspirations growing up? Was it always wrestling or what did little Vinny envision the older version of himself oh. doing? 
that's a phenomenal. That's like a first. Um, I played football. Like I said, I quit yeah. football to wrestle. Like in freshman year, in freshman year high school, I started wrestling. But I played football forever. So I wanted to be a quarterback. I wanted to play football and just be one of the best quarterbacks there are. You know, like just like make it the NFL and do all this stuff. But like wrestling passion took over really quick for me. Yeah, I really got passionate quick about wrestling. I'm like, I love this. This is a, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. And then I quit f- football because I wrestling is my ultimate dream. Um, I wanted to do something with um, what did I want to do? Football, obviously. I wanted to. Do, I wanted to do like marine biologists. Like I love. I love sharks and like dolphins. Uh, I wanted to do something like that. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'd rather do something physical because I'm I'm very active, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, but I, I always. 2007. I love wrestling. 2006. Watching wrestling, just enjoying it, watching it on TV. And I was like, I'm gonna try. I want to do this. And then once I got in the ring and felt the felt the ropes and all that stuff, that was it. Everything changed. Yeah, I mean, you've had this on this path. I feel like you seem like you've always been a physical person, like you said, with mm-hmm. uh, with football and, and all of that. And, you mm-hmm. know, we mentioned this short film. I'm curious, do you have any other notable non-wrestling related projects that you've been involved with either now or in the past? Hmm. I mean, I got to be a part of a movie premiere uh, earlier last year um, that's not wrestling. Um, I mean, I would say that, like, G Fuel signing music. I mean, it, it has to do with wrestling, so I guess that's yeah. And bang, like I mean, it's it's the only reason I have is because wrestling. So yeah. Um. No, I mean, other than you know, other than those few things, that's really it. Outside of like you know, playing quarterback on a football team, winning a Super Bowl once. I um, I was in the, I was in the news like when I was like six. I saved my mom's my mom's friend's son came over our house and I rescued him from drowning. Wow. So that was that was something I did like that's non-wrestling and something cool yeah i I, i've had a pretty wild life (laughs) um yeah but i I love to tell people that's something about me i I love to be someone who helps people out because at times when you need help and no one's there for you you got you you got yourself and i i don't i want to be someone who could help people out yeah and i I know you're not you're one who isn't afraid Mm -hmm. to ask for advice and do networking Mm -hmm. with people whether it's at a wrestling event conventions or all of that so So important so I, I'm curious, what has been your maybe most memorable networking or, or first meeting experience, whether it's been at a convention or wrestling show or other professional event? So through this character, people have come up to me and been like, oh, like this character is like pretty different. I don't like it. Like Ken, Mr. Kennedy, he's somebody who believes in the character, loves the yeah. character, did a, did a promo with me as well on the fly outside of wrestling show. That's was awesome. awesome. Now, did you, you had to have, did you have the mic come down? No, I wish, I oh. wish, I wish I had the, the drink come down, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But oh, no, yeah, we were, yeah. We, yeah, we were outside, and his idea was like, yo, we got to do this like a raw promo, like backstage raw segment. I was like, oh, let's do it. He says, no planning, let's just do it. And I, it's in my, it's in my Instagram highlights, I think. One yeah. of the most fun ones ever. He is so charismatic and amazing. He is so supportive as well. Someone also as well as Tommy Dreamer, somebody who also has understand the gimmick. Like he had me on the busted open radio and we discussed things like that as well. But he, we, I did a promo with him and that was just so much fun. Like getting to do these promos with people that like growing up watching is just so cool. And you get to learn different things about them as people and characters and just find out how my character worked with them. So that's some really, really cool stuff I've learned in terms of like doing stuff with them. But advice wise, like I said, Gangrel is someone who's always, always, always willing to give advice to people and just help people out. And just, I love Gangrel to death. Road Dog as well. We've always had good, 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 good times meeting each other. Always very positive. Always very welcoming. Bobby Fish to the seminar. And he went an extra hour long. Um, 
So like these people are just trying to help and make wrestling better. And I love that. You know, like I said, I want to mention Rodo again. I met him years ago, but the first time we met, I, I did a match and he watched it. And he didn't, he, and he never forgot that match even to this day. So that's very, very cool on, uh, just to, to hear that and see that, that I did something that makes one remember that, um, Gabe Sapolsky as well as somebody who loves to help wrestling out and be a yeah. positive light in wrestling. So these people are people that you should go up to and talk to and ask questions to because they're very they, they're good people and they want to help people out. And that's people you should want to be around wrestling, not people who want to gatekeep and be pieces of shit. Yeah, you know, I mm. mean, there there's so many. Mm. Yeah, we kind of alluded to this earlier. Some people are assholes, you know, but, yeah. it, you know, it's kind of finding your, your footing in there and not being afraid to introduce your yourself to people and obviously that mm -hmm. has uh worked out to your benefit yeah. so far and created mm -hmm. a bunch of cool opportunities and specifically with promos i know you've filmed a lot of them in an ideal world if you had an unlimited budget what would be your dream promo what would your dream promo setting look like and who would you have involved in it I mean, who would be my dream promo to do it with? If I was on a show with a bunch of people and I had the chance to do it with anybody. Uh, I would definitely say, I, 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 I could see something funny being with Brian Danielson. Because he just, he's funny without even trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, I think it's something to do with John, I think it's something to do with John Cena, of course, because he's like one of the top promos in the world. And mm -hmm. I feel like having to work I, again, I love the promo game. So having a, to a, a floating energy drink. You you already got the that's an idea I already that's an idea I already had. Yeah, yeah. That, that was probably coming this in the next week. But okay. there we, you heard it here already. Okay. No, I actually am working on that already. I was actually working on one of those things actually with my ideas. Um but it's funny you mentioned that because it's literally an idea I had. Um, no, but yes. Uh, Cena's a, a insane promo. Like he could hang with anybody. Boogeyman again, somebody who I think's crazy good promo wise, and just like a character, a character you want to work with in terms of like just like learning how to like adapt to a different character. So yeah, I, I like to adapt, learn, and just do really cool things. And just everybody like that I've gotten to do them with has been just a cool experience. Even people have asked me to do them with them. You know, like some people, it's really, really cool to like get asked like, Hey Vinny, I see you doing these promos. You want to do it with me? And I'm like, yeah. And lately it's been happening more often than not. So it's very, very cool to see it catching fire and getting really over. Um, but yeah, like I said, the opportunities to help each other grow, help me help the person I'm with the character, our character, and just create fun content for fans to watch and enjoy, you know? Yeah, you know, you, I mean, you you know, you as I say, you do it for the gram, but also like it's really fun for you, and it you know, yeah, it helps with your sponsorship, but it also it, there's like multiple benefits. To Everything, it, you know, yep. it. I feel like it, it sharpens your sword too, you know, um, mm -hmm. with with your pro. Not that you have any issues with your promo work. You're very great at speaking and what you do. Um, final question for you now. We're now here in 2024. It doesn't feel like a real year. I'm still writing mm -hmm. 2023 on my. Thing. Yeah. Oh my god. What are some Same. of your personal and professional goals for 2024 specifically? I want to be on TV a lot more. Whether it's get some, I get signed is definitely a goal all wrestlers have. So that's something I want. You know, um. Work on TV a lot more. Work, work with the best talent in the world. Um, be in the best shape physically possible. Stick to my diet that I've 
that I've created myself uh, over the last few months. I created a diet plan that works for me and I want to stick to it to a T. I've been really good at it lately, but I want to stick to it all year. Um, and definitely just keep doing what I'm doing. When I want to go back to Japan again. Um, I want to work in Canada again. Canada's again, beautiful country. I've been there uh, three times and I loved it each time. And it just, just looks like, it's just like so fake. It looks so fake how beautiful it is. You know what I mean? The, like, it's just so beautiful. Um, uh, Mexico's a goal of mine as well. Um, and let's keep doing what I'm doing. You know, get get these promos to be something special. You know, keep growing with the company of G Fuel. You know, keep getting, uh, keep, um, I want to get my own drink. That's something that, I, my own flavor. Uh, that's something that's could be possibly done and I'm working mm-hmm. on things. Um, and yeah, just keep going with this character, make it an empire. I'm ready. I feel like I'm close to it, but I want to make this Power Punch character a complete empire. And I'm very excited. I have a lot of really, really cool opportunities coming up over the next few months. It's the opportunities that I've been given. I can't get into them fully, but they are beyond words that I never thought I would have in my life. So I'm very lucky to have this character worked out and how people have believed in me with this character. And as my and my and my in-ring ability as well. Like people have people have trusted me with my in-ring ability a lot. And it's just very, very cool to be somebody that's relied on and trusted like this because that's the dream. That's what I want. I, I'm curious because you mentioned, you know, po- potentially creating your own energy drink flavor without giving too much away on what you're thinking. Is it like a, a sweet, a fruity kind? Okay. So I've been asked this, I've been asked this a little bit. I've been okay. asked this a few times. I gave two answers. Okay. One red velvet cupcake. I love that flavor. And I would say red apple delicious, sour apple, and uh, dragon fruit all in one. Ooh, okay. I, I, I'm so curious about the red velvet because, mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be carbon. I love carbonated stuff. So I'm just like trying to think of what that would taste like. Well, I'll, t- I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a little hint. If you try um, G Fuel blueberry muffin, Ooh. It's, only, it's like very hard to find, but they have it. Yeah. You taste the cake of the muffin, yeah. not so much the blueberry. Yeah. That's kind of the idea okay. of going with the way you taste the cake. Okay. Ooh. I'm so curious as to what yeah, that really would, good. of how that, I mean, they got to get you, they got to let you create your own flavor at some point. I hope so. You know? or, I hope or, so. or maybe you just got to experiment yourself. I don't know how that, how that works, creating your own flavor, but it's a little I'm science experiment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely learning. And, and also we need to get hashtag John Cena X Vinny Pacifico trending on Twitter. So you guys can do a promo. Yes. It'd be amazing. Like, Hell yeah. No, you're, you're a genius. Yes. <laughs> ASAP. Before we let you go, can you please share where the listeners can find you online? Yes. Twitter, Vinny Pacifico one, Instagram, Vinny Pacifico, Facebook, Vinny Pacifico and TikTok, which I'm not very active on. I got to do more Vinny Pacifico, but Twitter is number one where I post all my stuff at, um, food, wrestling, promos, energy drinks, family fun, everything I post on my Twitter and my Instagram. But those are my maybe favorite ones. Maybe he'll share more hidden gems too. You know, maybe he was wanted to be more than a florist. I don't, maybe he has some yes. marine biology stuff. Oh, yeah, sharks. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Vinny, thank you so much for chatting with me here today. It's been an absolute pleasure to be. Yeah. Uh, you are technically my first interview recorded in 2024. So thank you so much. It's an honor. Thank you very much for having me.